We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, Rob Doster here, and you are listening to a Field of 68 NBA Draft Prospect Profile. We're going to be rolling these out all month, leading up to a full first round live mock draft with the six NBA draft experts that we're going to be hosting one week before the actual draft itself takes place. While you're here, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a rating and a review, that stuff really does help us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on any of the platforms that you listen to the audio of this show. But listen, that's enough of that. That's enough of the promos. Let's get into today's prospect profile. All right, now pleased to be joined by Overtime Elite head coach Dave Lado. Uh, Dave, how you doing? We're gonna we're gonna break down both of the Thompson twins today, who you've had a chance to be around here for a while and, and watch grow. Um, let's start with with Amen Thompson first, mm-hmm. and and kind of break down his game for me a little bit. Um, yeah. A lot of people don't know about him because again, they've been with Overtime Elite. Uh, they've got. Some exposure, but not the exposure that a lot of college kids have gotten over the last couple of years in terms of being on national TV. Give me a little breakdown first of a men's game and what he's all about. So so I want you to stop me when, when I do comparisons because uh, never in my journey have I been around identical twins. And first of all, it took me probably a few months to know which one is which visually. And it's taking a lot longer to understand the differences in their personality as well, specifically in their game. So uh, I'll preface everything by saying, but a man, uh, you know, he's um, man, I, very like like the both of them. That's the first. They're, they're very, very, very gifted in a lot of different areas. Right, um, personality plus uh, excellent, excellent young man. Uh, you know, polite humility all those kind of things that you want to check the boxes off about what kind of character you're getting. I've heard Um, they're off the charts, Dave. Like people tell me they are like, and you've coached a lot of players in your, in your career of coaching in college and now in in G league and overtime elite. Mm -hmm. I mean, these kids, where, where would you kind of put them in, in terms of character? So I, I said this and, and, and again, analogies are, you know, um, I used to say about Ray Allen, and, and he's totally a different personality, that that he was born under a star. Right? And you see now in who he is, how he represents himself, 
as an individual, never mind just being a Hall of Famer. And so I use the same analogy for a different reason, uh, that they, they're gifted. They're gifted in so many, they're gifted with uh, a lot of self-confidence, but, but a tremendous amount of humility as well. And they balance it very, very well. Example I'll, I'll use for, for a man, sorry as well, is, is that, you know, they're in the gym from eight to eight. They work out four times a day. But because of who they are and who they become, uh, uh, there's not 10 minutes that go by that somebody is not in their space. And, and uh, the, you know, not ever, I, mean, I can't say ever, they've been a time or two where they lose their cool, a little bit impolite or whatever. They're just so accommodating. It just speaks to their personality. And um, uh, both the men and the SAR at birth were given a middle name. And the, it's, it's four letters, X-L-N-C. <laughs> yeah, you write that down, Jeff. I'm writing it down, X-L-N-C. I'm trying to figure out what it means. Excellency. Ah, very interesting. And, and now to be able to live that out, you know, is a credit to mom and dad, uh, but a credit to them and their growth and development. And and so getting back to just, you know, a man and, and he's, he was born a minute earlier. So he's the big brother. <laughs> he's had more of a reputation, you know, as an athlete, a basketball player being uh, more advanced than his brother. Uh, so he's had a large part of the spotlight, a spotlight, excuse me, on him. Uh, he is an athlete, is is an on the ball player. So he's he's more of a lead guard uh, than his brother, and that you know by by virtue of personality and flourishing in that role with the ball. And so that that's the the biggest difference between him and his brother. He's more uh, of a I point. He's more of a point. A true point. More of a point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say true point because, and again, with basketball, as you know, so there's not as many Chris Pauls right now as they are Dame Lillard's, right? You're, nope. you're not a point guard as much as you're a points guard. Right. And, and, and he kind of goes back. He, he, you know, he's like, I want to be on the ball. I want to be on the ball because I like to raise my hand and say, we're running the two play and that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, nope. But he operates, he operates at a very, very high level in tight spaces pick and roll offense, just getting through a drop coverage or a hard hedge and all that. But, um, you know, the, 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 the off the charts athleticism that, that they, and particularly he, I, I can't say he, because they both possess it is, is, uh, you know, things that I, and I tell people scouts or people have been in our building, like two or three times a week, they do something, and he is is at the top of the charts with, with doing it that I've never seen before athletically. Ever. And I mean, this is like almost forty years of being in the gym, and they and it's not just one time; it's regularly do things. And and what I've said, you know, basketball is played at three levels: right behind the arc, mid range, and at the rim. And he and his brother, but he because he has a ball in his hands, but uh, has a fourth level. Wow. Like wow. he'll take off inside the foul line before the dotted line and, and, and do these miraculous athletically gifted. It's almost like he takes off uh, as a triple jumper really? and can stay in the air more than anybody really that I've been around. And then they have these finishes, left hand, right hand, sidestep, Euros. Uh, it's, it's, and it's like, like, did you see that? I, I, did you see what I just saw? So a man really, because, uh, you know, he's been the leader in that is, is, is uh, really, really accomplished that way as a person and as an athlete. Defensively, 
I've heard um, they're both very good breakdown for me, a men's uh, game on that end of the, the court. Yeah. So, you know, in the, in the two years we've had, there's so much skill development that have went on uh, that is concentrated on, you know, all the things you need to get better at, particularly because people talk about their shot. Uh, and I have said to them and I've said to their brother, their older brother, Troy Jr. and their dad or anybody is that if they if they wanted to and if a man, because, again, he's he's you know, the lead, if he wanted to have an eight second count in the NBA, he could do that. If he wants to be an all NBA defender, he can do that. Uh, like everybody else, you know, the weak side is, is you know, where, especially when you get to 2.9 in the NBA, just learning that. But, um, you know, what, what a, a very quick twitch muscle five ten point guard possesses, he can at six, seven and a half wow. with a, with a, with a, you know, six ten or six eleven wingspan, and so you know whether whether that comes to fruition, given all the dynamics of what he he's his talent speaks to, we'll see. But he does possess that 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 ability and that opportunity. Court vision, Dave. I'm just going to go through some of the things here as, yeah. as we you know the the the, the key factors that yeah. people will want to talk about when they draft him. Number one, and then the, yeah. the fans are going to want to see with him. Down the road is yeah. as a leadish as guard. Yeah, he he he'll have it like, oh, I didn't see that play. You know how you say about a guy with great court vision, and you know, be in the middle of the floor, and then all of a sudden, you know, the the cross body right hand, one handed to the left hand corner to the left side corner three, or the same way, the opposite way, yeah. he can do that. He'll see a big guy. Yeah, it's not with the same regularity as a as a born to play the position point guard. You know, he wasn't, he, he's not that, but he has that as a part of his arsenal. Uh, and, and so, um, you know, it's really unique. Is he flashy? Is he a very flashy player or? He's very, very flashy when he takes off and goes to the rim. Right. Like, I'm Sounds like you, that's, Hey, that's entertaining to watch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I mean the things like oh you know oh I I, ooh, I didn't ooh. he I mean it, it, and not just there's been plays where I, I mean you have to kind of go back and watch that like, he'll save a ball out of bounds and just falling out of bounds catch it and athletically have his balance and just go like cross his body and the ball go from the baseline to half court right in the pocket and then somebody will make a play after that he is just. The, the control they have or he has, especially with his athleticism, is just it's not something, as I said, I see or have seen very much, if at all. All right. The, the biggest weakness for their game, both of them, I, I think has been fa fairly clear since they got there, and that's mm -hmm. their perimeter shot. Um, take me through kind of when they got there and where they yeah. are now and, and, and how much further. Listen, we know in the NBA – that's where you you really improve your your perimeter shot. We've seen it with a lot of guys over the years that weren't yeah. great three point shooters that became it with with work. Where right. where's where's a man in terms of uh, his perimeter shot? So so you hit the nail on the head in terms of that. Like and I think an overemphasis has been made with they can't shoot they can't because and it was true and it is true. So it's the it's the the least spectacular part of their game and the men yeah, for sure. And so when when he got here. Um, you know, there was a lot of adjustments that had to be made and we have the luxury, Jeff, and, and I'd like to have you come down and see the building at, at some point in how our operation is that, 
um, we, we got an abundance of skill development people and coaches, you know, between coaches, skill development people, assistant skill, there's probably 12 people to disperse between 30, 30 athletes. Well, those guys are highlights. So he's gotten his fair share. We've actually assigned uh, one guy from New York, Pat Quinn, to just work on the shooting and their shooting in particular, because it was such uh, a, a point of contention and, and, so, so he's come leaps and bounds, mainly because, as you said, work. Right? There's no secret sauce to it. If you ask Ray Allen, you know, what, what his secret is, he's like, I don't do videos because it's just talking about how much work you got to put in. And they're four times a day, you know, and, and before skill development, at skill development, at practice and after practice. And so it's improved from year one to year two dramatically. Yeah. Is it where it needs to be? No. Uh, but as you said, I, I, I'll say this, and, I, you know, uh, Devontae Murray coming out of University of Washington was not a shooter. He makes shots now because of the time. I talked to the people at San Antonio and they're like, we had a four-year process with him. Yeah. And he became an all-star with it. And he's he's not right now uh, the greatest shooter in the NBA, but it's part of his his yeah. dynamics as, as an athlete. Uh, and so uh, same with Gildress Alexander. Right. He, he, Look he's at De'Aaron Fox. Look at De'Aaron yeah. Fox right now. Yeah. Yeah. So it, 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 he's not going to shoot eight of them a game or 10 of them a game, but he's going to shoot it for it. And he'll in, in five years time, you know, when he's getting ready to to really solidify himself as a quality NBA player, it'll be it won't be something that we'll talk about nearly as much. Put it that way. Who I hate playing the comparison game, but but for these kids. I want to play it only because people haven't really laid eyes on. So mm-hmm. even if it's taking parts of other players' games, not one player specifically, but if you had to combine a couple players and say, hey, he's kind of like him defensively, his how how would you do that with a man? Is there somebody or a couple players that you would say he's kind of like? Yeah, I'll, I'll take bits and pieces of a couple of guys. Yeah. Like, and one of us is one of them is Gilgis Alexander, yeah. uh, because he Shea plays on the ball, plays off the ball. Yeah. Uh, he can be athletic. He can be a little skilled. He can pull up. He's he's swift. He's quick. You can say Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, you know, from an athletic standpoint, oh, Jonathan is more power, bigger athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Where a man is more grace in his athleticism. Um, so that that there's two guys right there. Uh, um, thinking of another, I'm trying to think of younger guys. Um, uh, although, uh, shoot, now name escape. Who, who's who? He's a seasoned grizzled. He's on the bench right now. At Golden State. He's injured. Uh, he's been around for 15 years. Um, uh, da, 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 da. What's his name? Uh, wow, I can't believe it. Iguodala still. Iguodala. Yeah, Andre. Yeah. So he's got he's got a portion of that of Andre. Excuse yep. me for forgetting his name. Yep. Uh, as part of his game as well. And even the evolution, if you remember Iguodala, when he came out, he was athlete personified. Couldn't shoot. And over time, he, you know, he's a uh, respectable shooter, but still, you know, uh, will we'll use his athleticism. Uh, I, I won't I won't make a comparison like a Vince Carter because Vince Carter was so spectacular in his power athleticism. Um but we're talking about that kind of category, not just for uh, athleticism, but for style as well. Give me, give me a great story about him before we, um, 
before we we move on uh, you know i you know me one of the things i love about especially seeing these kids at a young age and for you working yeah. with these kids at a young age must yeah. be kind of cool for you to see their development not just on the court but off the court is there something yeah. a story about that would kind of you'll you'll always either remember or something that would kind of give people a little bit more insight into him yeah so so about two months ago, maybe a little less than that, I've come in the office and Damian Wilkins, who played in the NBA, is our general manager. And uh, I passed by his office and and both both the brothers are in there and uh, there's a young woman there. So I go and say hello. And she's uh, fitting them for uh, a suit, you know, in anticipation for the draft. I don't know if it's going to be a draft suit, but it's the first time. And you have to know them like they dress in sweats and Crocs every day uh yeah. and 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 so we're talking about it and you could see the level of discomfort at the highest level you know the, and and the question uh that a man asked is like do we really have to wear a suit for the draft <laughs> <laughs> they'd rather go in sweats yeah yeah it's like you know th that's like the coronation now if you go last year to Monchero and then he's got the the you know the fans like this is the and they are it's it's a description of a man's personality and his brothers it's like they are uh I, I couldn't describe their personality any more than to tell that story about you it's know good. most people and they look very much looking forward to the draft but more the draft process and then after the draft that they're, night they're not they, into they, all the 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 other stuff they just love playing ball Dave they um so obviously, and you know, in year one, we had 26 guys and they all got paid yep. and uh, they were at the high end. Yep. You know, I don't know. I haven't seen a contract, but in two years, they've made a lot of money. Just put it like that. OK. Yep. Uh, and they wear high school sweats. And I say Crocs, <laughs> T-shirts, borrowed this. They, they you know, so you'd never like know. You'd never know they had any money. Not one iota. Not not one bit, and and both of them have a lot more money than your average teenager would would have. Hey, a lot more than you and I had at that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, there you have it. Over overtime, elite head coach Dave Lado uh, on Amen Thompson, and uh, going to be a really good one. Going to be fascinating to watch his development uh, and where he gets drafted. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee-in-the-morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one, and man, that could not be more true it's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of february and the month of march when you are in my business and ag1 was exactly the supplement that i needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional basis for the day i've continued that into april i've continued that into may and i'm going to continue that the rest of the summer all i have to do is mix a scoop of ag1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and i'm ready to go do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then athletic greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com backslash field 68 that's 
field six eight f i e l d the number six the number eight and you can get yours now so check it out and help support this show thanks we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, now pleased to welcome in overtime elite head coach Dave Lado, and we are breaking down the other Thompson twin, Asar Thompson, uh, brother of Amen Thompson, the identical twins who've been at overtime elite down in Atlanta for two years. And Dave, go ahead, give me the breakdown a little bit on Asar's game and and how he differentiates a little bit from his twin brother. Mm -hmm. So I've had the luxury of having us off for two years. He was on my team last year and led us to a championship. He was the MVP. Uh, I had him and the men on my team this year, uh, and we won the championship again, uh, well, mainly because I didn't screw it up. <laughs> uh, and he was the MVP uh, as well. Wow. And so uh, last year we got him, you know, he, again, the same thing as uh, the humility, uh, work ethic, attention to detail all those things and 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 the, uh, amongst the many 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 things that he's really good at he was uh after one of the centers matt matt Bewley, he was the second leading shot blocker in our league you know and and his weak side shot blocking when he would go up you know it was uh, you started out a 610 guy not a not a 67 guy and he is most natural different from his brother off the ball so uh, his transition, I feel like, will be smoother and easier because uh, he, he'll he's naturally positioned to be on the wing. Uh, he'll flourish in the full court, quite obviously. Uh, he, you know, we've talked about a man a little bit in his shot. He's come probably a little further uh, than a man. The numbers don't always speak to that because the man makes that, but it comes off his hand uh, a little bit a little bit more natural now than, than it did uh, when he got here. And then even more than, than, than a man. But again, it's not to say that men doesn't, it's just that he, uh, so uh, like the psychological adjustment to the NBA um, 
is a, as you know, is a major component to how successful you can be on the court. Uh, because he doesn't have as much dynamics to adjust to, I think the transition will be will be a little smoother. Um, I, I could be wrong, but that's just my observation. So I'm trying to think of like who he's like as you're describing him to me as a six seven freak athlete. I mean, is that is that an accurate term for both these kids, freak athlete? Yeah, next next level, as I yeah. said, you know, and and we judge athletes, you know, I boy, he caught an alley oop, or you know, he made it. Their, their athleticism is, is displayed in so many different ways, and basketball athlete is the way I consider it. But then it's the highest level of basketball athlete that that yeah. quite honestly I've I've been around. And again, I'm not sitting in an NBA chair in the front row every night, so there's I'm sure there's comparable guys, uh, but. Again, I, I compare it to being in gyms for 40 years with some really, really high-level athletes and high-level players. Like like a gear? Do these two have gears like a Russell Westbrook where where they just get look look like they get shot out of a cannon? Yeah, so as, more I, smooth? As, I as I mentioned a little bit uh, offline, Jeff, like when they, they talk, they take, when they take off, it's like a launching pad. You know, and in and, and, and track and field, you have a triple jumper who runs – and he's got his three set, but when he takes off, he just glides. And that's how uh, that's like, whoa, you took off at 14 feet. You ended up, you know, this is not a dunk contest, but you still ended up at the front of the rim, or you did it and in the air, your body just moved from left to right to avoid a defender, avoid a charge, and you floated it over a 6'10 guy. You know, you went underneath. It's just, it, you have to, it's like, poetry you know and to, to to watch them take off so it's a different level of just going to the basket and dunking on somebody and which is they do that uh but their ability to even avoid that guy that that needs to be dunked on and finish with left hand body right control hand. that type body, of body yeah, that, yeah their body control is is a 10 out of 10 as far as that goes. And so, you know, like the guy coming over in a 2.9 that's going to take the charge like Miami he does at a high level they can sidestep that and still finish around that better than than most guys that I've seen. So, Asar's uh, younger by a minute. Uh, yes. How is his personality different than than a man's? Yeah, he's uh, he's um, you know a, a, a man can be more stoic. He's more contemplative. You talk <laughs> to him, he contemplates. He speaks his mind. And again, I've had it for two years, so I know what buttons to push and, you know, what, what to get them saying. You know, there's an example. We, um, they're, they're, the, the greatness of them that playing together is that they're so dominant. The downside is that they innately, because they're essentially the same person, pass to each other. So Asar would often pass to a man and men would pass. Well, and they freeze out three, other guys. Yeah, so you're standing right there, and the way you get it, it can it can be a little bit of an issue. We've had issues before, particularly big guys like he's got to give me the ball, got to give me the ball. Uh, so we're in my office watching film, and uh, I'm pointing that out a little bit in a very uh, positive way, you know, yeah. in positive teaching. And and Asar stops me. He says, "Coach, we watched this yesterday because it was after after a game. We watched this yesterday. Uh, Here, everything that you're saying." And, and I'm going to tell you this right now. I guarantee you within two weeks, it'll change. Wow. And lo and behold, it changed. Really? And They're so, that and coachable. 
that coachable. Yeah, yeah, and 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 reflective, and you know, yeah. coherent to what. And I think you know, uh, athletes learn a lot of different ways, and their ability to learn by visualizing uh, what they see on film is at a very high level, and then they can take it to the court and and make those adjustments accordingly. And and he's really good at. It. I think his personality comes out and flourishes in in that way. How how tough? How competitive? Is he? So just just imagine. So they they they're born and raised in Oakland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dad moved them to uh, Fort Lauderdale to start their ninth grade. They went to private school, right? And they, if you if you're around them long enough, they act like private school kids. Okay. So we in our building is thirty alpha males, yeah. right? And so if you can't attack them in a one on one athletic skill, you know, talent standpoint, how we attack you attack their personality. They're shy, they're, they're, shy, they're humble. They can be a little bit nerdish, to be honest with you. Yeah. And so somebody who comes from the heart of the inner city is like, okay, I'm, I got you. So they've had to defend themselves and each other in that space for a long time. So they've got a pretty significant edge competitively that they play with. They're perfectionists. Uh, Asar is a perfectionist. And so when working out, he gets upset at himself. And all that. men probably does it a little bit more than him. But they they, they defend uh, themselves against each other because of the perfection. They have competitiveness against each other. But then, you know, it's like any other brother. Like, you're not, you know, I'm going to defend my space. And I'm going to defend my brother's space at an extremely high level. And so there's that chip on that shoulder to want to be great and that chip on that shoulder to defend themselves really really well. So you said uh, amends made strides with his perimeter shot of the last two years. You, yeah. You've had a chance to really coach Asar for two yeah. years yourself. Yeah. Um, how, how far has his shot come? And, and is he a guy that you could see down the road in the league being a guy who can, you know, again, with, with, with work and you could tell me how hard these, these dudes work on yeah. their shot. Uh, can yeah. he be a guy who shoots in the mid to high thirties from three? I, I believe so. I believe so. And I'm gonna give you a short story that goes with that, right? So again, in our building or anybody that goes in and out, the people that come in, and you know, we've had combines with the NBA people, and it's you know, that's the talk. Can you know, shoot the shot? What do they go? So we we played in the finals. It's a best of five. We're up two zero. Uh, both games were nail biters. Uh, we we won the first one close. We won the second one at a buzzer beater by a man. We're we're uh, down one with seven seconds to go. We have the luxury of doing like the NBA and women's college basketball. We can call a time on advances. So I designed a play uh, for um, a man to get it at, at at the top of the key, ball screen, and kind of make his decision from there. Uh, he gets it. Uh, one of our young guys sets the screen for him. Uh, he he takes two dribbles. He sees uh, to his right. He sees a star on the left wing. He bypasses the guy that screened who popped as opposed to rolled and throws it, makes a jump pass to a star. And by then it's about four seconds, you know, three and a half to go. A star catches it with about two feet behind the NBA line and just launches it all net, no rim. We win the game, go from down one to up two. We win. So, the fact that you took that shot, the fact the that you had enough self-confidence to fail at that moment, the, you, most guys are going to go to their strength. A driver will drive, a shooter will shoot, you know, and and that was in two years' time the thing that people talk about the most 
with the men in the saw and, and to nail it like that for us to win the championship, which says all you need to know about their progress and now the belief that they've, which is the most critical part to shooting is, is confidence. And so even when you go one for nine, and so that's the process that they're on and it comes by virtue of their personality and by virtue of their work ethic and the progress that, that Asar in this case has made. I mean, you said they're in the gym four times a day. Like they live they, for this yeah, game, yeah. right? They don't, they, they don't have they, a lot they, else that they love. They, they just want to hoop. They just, yeah, almost to a fault. Like they, they've got to be able to, you know, the, the NBA life is something that could, you know, there's so many dynamics to it, but they sleep in their apartment and they live in a gym. That's the, that's the long and short of it. I've yeah. heard of worse things, right? They, <laughs> listen, if, if that's the thing you got to worry about with them, that they work too hard at, yeah. how old are they now? 19? They just turned 20. Just turned 20. Yeah. 20. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who do you who do you think Asar is like? Is there somebody again? We broke down a men's game a little bit, and you know different players that he reminds you of. Uh, yeah, is there somebody that that Asar kind of reminds you of? Uh, I'm trying to think. You know, we're, we're we're deep into the playoffs right now, so my mind is focusing on those 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 playoff teams, Not and I'm thinking watching. about a, a a three two or two. I, I would probably. I would probably go with 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 Dejounte Murray. You know, he's he's built better, and I guess another thing, they've worked so hard in the weight room that their body has changed dramatically, and they and they're sculpted now. Um, what are they well, six seven two? What are they six seven two something? No, yeah, probably. Well, I want. I was I, I kidded them the other day. They're probably six seven and a half, closer to six eight right now. I looked like they had a growth spurt, but um, probably six seven, six seven and a half, about two fifteen. Fifteen, but you know, if they I, can I, shoot, Dave. If they can shoot, what what's stopping these two kids from being stars at the next level? I, I, I said this, and again, you know, I have bias, and and but I, I think if you know me or anybody knows me, I go the other way. Like I, I'm temper most of us thing because you know, the word great is only reserved for a few. I don't even do it in comparison to who's better, this guy, that guy. I just enjoy greatness. And I'm not saying that, that you know, but if if what you said is it was not an issue that we don't have to talk about this shot because the premium right now, all five players should be able to shoot. Uh, then we're talking about multiple years of of uh, all star games for for both of them, you know. And that, again, I said they could be either one of them could be a defensive player of the year. Uh, and as they progress, you know, again, if if they shot the ball with with the normal shooting range and how how a high school guy or yeah. or, or freshman if in college would do to thirty. <laughs> listen, Jalen Brown is a probably a 36 percent three point shooter. Right, he's a right. he's an all starish player right now. Yeah, couldn't yeah, really shoot yeah. when he was younger, but he right. worked at yeah. it. He worked at it. He worked at it. Yeah, and and the, the scouts that I've talked to, you know, again, that's what happens. You get with uh, a, a one specific basketball guy within that organization that works on your shot. You have your trainer who you trusted all the time, and that's how you make strides. There's no time limits. There's no anything to stand in your way. And again, you're never going to say. Hey, let's go get some shots up. And ah, no, I'm going to go sleep, or I'm going to go to the mall. Or anything. you're never going to get that with them. These kids just right. These kids are going to work. They're going to outwork people, which means let's face it, their shots going to get better. As you yeah. said, it already has. And then when they have nothing else other than basketball, 
uh, to yeah. worry about, which I think a lot of people think that down there, uh, all they have is basketball. They, they, they actually have yeah. to do some schoolwork, right? Yeah. 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 That's the, the misnomer that we're a factory, but yeah, that's, that's a critical part of what we do. All right. Well, listen, there you have it. Dave Leto, overtime head coach on the other Thompson, Asar Thompson. And uh, again, got to watch both these kids because uh, they're going to be electric at the next level. And if they can get a consistent jump shot, uh, you're going to see them in, in all-star games, according to Mr. Leto, uh, for years to come. Thanks, Dave. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.